You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. You know what time it is. It's time to get real, real, real high with Grandma Bakers. I'll be your co-host. You know what I mean? You know how it goes. Distro Lord, a.k.a. Producer Plug. Let's get real, real high. Let's start smoking. We got our boy Bob in the house, owner of Grandma Bakers. What's going on, my man? Doing good, doing good. Glad to be here with everybody. This is a good time for me. Excited to have this conversation. You know, <laughs> do things a little differently. Just lighting my joint up here. Oh, uh, that's the brownie. Yeah, isn't she beautiful? It looks tasty. So literally, this is 100% organic. Well, that's funny, because if I didn't enough. know that it was an edible, I just, it, it looks tasty. Yeah, and you'd like be in trouble. Yeah, you would be. Oh, you'd be in so much trouble. <laughs> literally, I've had people, I've literally have had people call me crying on their way to the 911, on the way to the you know, emergency room. Wow. I've had people, lawyers that used to come into the store that I used to own, <clears throat> they would come in and get four cookies at once and eat the whole bag. They would plat, block out in front of the judge, knock their head on the, you know, on the table. Whoa. <laughs> That's incredible. It's old school. It's like when I was playing music, I played music So you when could I was a take kid. like just a corner of that probably. Yeah, yeah. And, and it would mess you up a yeah. little bit. So I played drums back when... One bite uh, out of the corner That's that thing. I played drums back when, um, when the AIDS thing was going really big there for a while. Yeah. You know, early 90s when uh, like Jane's Addiction and that area of music was really starting to pop off. I knew a lot of guys that uh, had AIDS and stuff like that, and they were sick, and they were quitting heroin and all that stuff, and the guys I was playing music with who quit heroin. I used to give this to them to quit their heroin, so when they were at my oh, place, yeah. instead of shitting and puking everywhere, we would make them chocolate milk, or we'd give them a brownie or something. They'd pass out, and we'd just keep them medicated three, four days, and then they would slowly come back out of it. On a brownie bomb. On a brownie That's or chocolate crazy. milk. We make a crazy <laughs> chocolate milk. The chocolate milk, if I could figure out... How to get around the guidelines by using milk, we'd be destroying people. So my whole aspect of cannabis has always been just to fuck your shit up. So everywhere we go, we just fuck people up. It's crazy. <laughs> it's the science behind it, I guess. Yeah, you gotta like yeah. you gotta like what you're doing. You know, you gotta like clean products. I don't think it's like Yeah, man. The rice crispy treat definitely ain't no joke. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question for you because it's on my head since we were talking when we were, when we were first getting up in the air here. Uh, so you, there's a story where you're talking about how you had a bird inside a jar that was rotting away. Oh, like we didn't have it. Some some fans had it. Okay, so you just had the, but you had the jar and you were playing with so, it. Uh, fans brought it and then they gave it to oh, they gave it to the band or to Clown or some shit. You know, I think they gave it to Clown. It's usually something with him. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> But it was like a, you know, dead crow, I think. That was That's a crow. In a jar. And, uh, From Aldehyde, right? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay, so I, think I was thinking it was just, just okay. I, it was just in there. <laughs> and over time, it, like, got gelatinous, <laughs> right? So it had, like, a liquid in it. And then yeah. uh, it brought it out at a show up front. <laughs> and then uh, the kids up front like took the lid off the jar and started like scooping stuff out of it and putting it in their mouth. 
That's so nasty. Gross. So, so nasty. gross. <laughs> Not encouraging that. <laughs> no, I heard that a long time but, ago. Always you know, they yeah. we didn't know they were going to do that to it. But anyways. Uh, so you get a lot of weird stuff like that. That was gross. Huh? But you get yeah, a lot of, so yeah. it was like, uh, that was the bird thing. You know <laughs> what I mean? Fans would bring these weird gifts to us. So I was going to ask. I'm sure you guys then, got some crazy gifts over the years. Yeah, it's, it's peculiar. So one thing about me, I'm a very energy person. Literally, I base off energy when I'm around people. Okay, yeah, yeah. If energy don't work, then I, we don't work. We don't get to have a conversation. It just doesn't work. It goes south. You know what I mean? So yeah. I want to know, with that type of a crowd, what is that energy like? Because I remember being around those crowds like Grateful Dead. Everyone's on acid, so it's a different energy. So you remember being back in the... 90s days during the ecstasy and the rave days that energy that was created inside those arenas How could you describe that type of energy versus what you guys are doing with Slipknot because that um, energy with Slipknot is intense Yeah, I mean, I don't know what they're if they're on or what they're on in Some the of the crowd, silly drugs. You know I mean? I'm assuming energy. it's like it would be if someone went to like you were saying Jane's addiction or whatever you know or Back in the day, Lollapalooza, a lot of people were getting messed up going to, going to that yeah, concert. Yeah. So I don't know, you know, it's like I, I don't really uh, look at it from that perspective now that I'm older. That's kind of crazy. Um, so I don't really know, I guess, what the demographic would be or just the for something energy. like that with our, with our crowd. But energy-wise, I mean... Because they throw a lot of energy at you guys. You have to feel that It's kind of like therapy music, I think. Okay, you know it is. You know it what is. I mean? It's yeah. like... Uh, That's what I mean. You guys... The love these fans have for you guys is ridiculous. So this is being penetrated up at you guys, that energy, that force. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, there's like, you know, there's there's songs about all different kinds of stuff, I guess. But there's a lot of pain in there for sure. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, when people can connect to that and translate it to their own life somehow, and whatever, it becomes therapy for them. You know what I mean? Yes, so sir, that's music. It's not just therapy for the, us, the band members. And no, it's for Creating fans. music and getting it out there. They do they they have a whole nother connection to it that like we'll never experience. Oh yeah, like. we'll, we'll as a fan. Cause I'm a fan too. I'm a fan of music. I, I love all music. There, there's a music for every feeling that I have. Yeah, you know. So when I'm listening so, to Slipknot, that brings out some other stuff. There's you know? kind of um, um, I don't know. It's definitely its own kind of culture in a way. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like and. Uh, all those people there at that concert have each other's back. Yep. It's 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 a it's a good for as violent <laughs> and <laughs> and um and and sonically brutal as everything is, you know, with the energy there, it's um you know, no one's trying to get hurt or anything like They're that. Just Everyone's releasing just it. like, yeah, it's like this explosion of uh, emotion that's like um, it, it's okay, you know what I mean, to just, like, everyone, it doesn't matter all the negative stuff going on in your life, all those people, uh, in a sense, understand each other and are there to support each other. Yeah, they get other. to be free for a minute. For anyone that was ever looked at differently for for being the unique person, you know? Yep, yep, <laughs> I ain't gonna beautiful, front. Beautiful. It's like beautiful, a family. Beautiful. It's like a oh, family. Oh, no, it is. Like I was saying, when I wear that shirt, when I go out and I'm wearing my shirt on, you know, I'm 52 years old, and I got 16-year-olds, 20-year-olds that are coming up to me, and they're just like, yeah, Slipknot. And it's, when I was following the dead around, that's how it was. <clears throat> you know, so I'm noticing certain bands out there that are getting this really intense fan base. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
I noticed that with the Wu Tang Clan, and because I, you know, I get to hang out with Ghost a little bit, and I saw the same thing with them. It just, it just blows my mind because I was so enthralled into the Grateful Dead myself. You know what I mean? That was my life, yeah. was traveling around doing acid and just being in that whole world. So I see these other worlds that are being created that people are doing. It just blows my mind that fan base. Yeah, it's crazy. That's like you know, I grew up. It's awesome. I grew up with Wu Tang too, and it's like from that's you're with them for life. You know what I mean? From yep. that first album, and you know it when you're even at a young age. You know what I mean? You're like, oh yeah, like this. That's is, how metal was for this me. This is it right here. Yep. This is one of them. So how did you go from being into that type of music and getting into Slipknot? That was the one thing I was really trying to figure out because one of the first times I heard like a DJ was like you and Slipknot and then there was Limp Bizkit, Head P.E. But I wasn't, there wasn't too many that I personally heard. But yeah, as far as the style of music that you were handful, doing. Handful yeah, a handful. But the style that you guys, Lincoln you know. Park. Yeah. But it was a different type, you know. You guys are pretty hardcore. So that, yeah. that level of metal, it's like you came in, it's like, was that your music or you just... I don't know. I've always, I've always liked punk rock music too. So I, I came from kind of a punk rock scene, I guess. Okay. And, uh, my family's from England. My parents are from England. So I, I used to listen to BBC radio in my grandma's kitchen a lot and they would play all different kinds of music. So you're just a fan of music. And then like on Sundays they'd have like this big long, like a dance hall block, you know, it was like three hours or something it would play for. I think it was on Sundays. I'm not sure. But there was like, I remember it was so that's when you got once a week and there was like this one that was yep. like, oh yeah, they go in. <laughs> you know, yep. like, yep. and, uh, it touched in. I just got a different exposure going over there as a kid, I think. And, um, that's sick. You know, there's the obvious, like my parents vinyl and eight tracks. That was like my first experience with music i guess on a daily basis because they had that shit in the living room right yep. so i was like <clears throat> you know listening to what i wanted to listen to you know uh, out of their stuff but uh i don't know i just always had um, a side of me that liked you know uh, more aggressive music i listened to a few metal bands you know i wasn't like heavy like all metal um just kind of like the obvious, you know, yeah, yeah. Like greats, you know yep. what I mean? Yep. But uh, I don't know. I just always, I liked hip hop a lot. I liked uh, Slick Rick because he was from England. Yep. I remember, I knew that so yep. I don't know. I just, I had like, uh, with my parents being from England, there was a lot of rock and punk rock stuff. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then it was, uh, also a lot of pop music and i guess that's where like the dj stuff came from because that kind of developed into like new wave and then electronic and stuff <laughs> over there right yep. so i was like yep. i was getting such a weird mix-up of all music by visiting over there and then coming back to iowa so you just like there it was all. like fucking nothing right you like, just liked it all it was like classic rock and roll on kggo <laughs> the oldies on 93 and then like just uh, like really light radio uh, music, like top billboard, but only the light stuff. So when, start, when, so when you start getting into like DJing and all that stuff and start doing beats and you stuff You had to listen like that, to like the high to, school or college radio station to get anything like So you didn't fit in then for being in that part of the in country, that, in that you city. know. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I used to get 
A little bit. There was a time where it was like some of the, um, you know, I was trying to learn how to skateboard, which I didn't do very good to learn how to do. <laughs> so that didn't help me at all, you know, that I wasn't very good at it. But uh, <laughs> and trying to be cool with all the other skater kids and shit, you know, and uh, when I first moved back, um, was I moved back from Colorado. We lived there for like four years. Four or five years, the family did from like seven to eleven, and then we moved back to uh, Iowa. And uh, I just like, oh fuck, I lost the train of thought there. That happens on the show a lot. Right? Oh yeah, no, I believe me. <laughs> I'm a space cowboy, so I space a lot. So you're all good. I'll get you back on focus. But uh, yeah, anyways. Um, just mainly what got you to, to join a heavy, you know, hard heavy metal band like that. And it's hard to say, man. It's it just, just like, it was a calling. Just it was, it was what it was. Yeah, I was always into heavier music, so I was willing to like, you know, give it a chance. You know what I mean? Obviously, because I was into heavy stuff, and they were they were dope. You know what I mean? They were doing styles of stuff that I was into at the time. You know, and uh, I just developed into a DJ somehow from all those different crazy sounds of uh, England and then coming back to America and getting just like the hardcore roots of like, <laughs> you know, what you would get in the Midwest. And eventually they caught up, you know what I mean? It's like you go there now and they got everything, you know. Oh, yeah. They got it all. But um, That's pretty sick. I, uh, I was hanging out. What did it, I think, in the end was just um, being in the right place at the right time. And when I decided I wanted to do DJing, it was because I was I had a bass and an ex-girlfriend that had given it to me went to my house when I was out of town DJing somewhere and told my mom that I said she could have it back. <laughs> when I was out of town <laughs> so when I came base. back there was only the turntables left right yeah. so it was yeah. like well, I, still I guess music. this is what I gotta deal with now for sure right well Pete worked out well on that one I guess <laughs> yeah and I had like started DJing from my buddy um, Pat that had, you know he started DJing we had been going to like you know dance parties and like what do you think they're doing up there he's like I don't know I'm gonna go check it out you know He's up there checking it out, and I'm like, whoa, what's going on up there? So you know, he's you, checking you, out the DJ now. What's so did going you on? dive into the raves? And he the came down, he goes, it doesn't look that hard, man. They're just, like, pushing buttons and shit. <laughs> and I was like, for real? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, I'm going to buy some turntables and a mixer. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah. So then, like, Sick. start dancing again. I'm, like, thinking in my head, like, Oh uh, yeah, I'm gonna get on. This shit. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it took me like two or three weeks, I think, of like watching him do it from his couch. And you're like, I can and, do this. Like, yeah, I'm like back on the couch, like, yeah, that's tight. <laughs> that was tight, you know. <laughs> and eventually, I was like, Yo, let me try it. It's like, what do I do? And he goes, This is that one. This is that one. And this is the same thing, but in the headphones. And he threw the <laughs> headphones on the turntable and like plopped down on the back couch. And I think he actually lit a joint. <laughs> like, go for it, you know. Like yeah, break time. That was my first lesson. Was like, this is what the shit does. Like, you've been watching me for three weeks. So, and see, that's what people need to understand that that's all it takes. 
It just starts somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. Yep. And then I just practiced as hard as I could and fucking ended up being like, you know, the guy that was considered the best DJ in town, right? So that's awesome. That's who they came after. But did you ever dive into the, like we were talking about before, earlier, before we got on air, talking about the 90s and the rave scene and DJs and stuff like that. Did you ever dive into the ecstasy rave scene and do anything at those type um, of clubs? When that, when, when that hit the scene, really, I was kind of, I was like already done with all of that. that okay. It, it kind of happened for me in high school. And then it like, once I was done with high school, I was like, I got to grow the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I went I started I sprouted early like being a little you know idiot kid I, guess, <laughs> I don't know and uh, so when I started like you know more DJing at places I was already like I was like this is what I'm gonna do and I gotta stop everything and just like, focus and focus on this yep yeah. <clears throat> yep that's kind of why Playing in music for me probably saved my out. life. Really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you know it was so weird though. Earlier on this year, <laughs> I shot him a text like, "Yo, Bob James and Slick Rick are performing with Talib Kweli at BB King's," and he was like, "Yo, are you serious?" I'm like, "Yo, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there a day before," and he had the best time there. <laughs> I would never had. I would never thought that he would like know who Bob James is. You know, a lot of people don't know who Bob James is. You know, they just I know who he is, you know, but he had and the then same see energy. Slick Rick play yeah. with him, and <laughs> like, the, whoa, what? Like, that's awesome. That's my, like my favorite, my favorite dude. You know, I was like, holy shit, and he's gonna play with the guy that they're sampling. And band of music, <laughs> that's that's awesome. That's awesome. And I was really curious though how that how that worked out. It really was. I was just man, how does that work out? How do you go from that genre to this genre? It's just you know. Yeah, I don't especially know. Especially back then. I, I think, back like, then, being into punk rock and, and reggae dance hall is what did it because there was a marriage there between those people, right? Yeah. It was yeah, like... Yeah, because you like that energy, but you ska, like those beats. The ska yeah. shit, you know yep. what I mean? It's like what created a bridge between those two genres. Yeah, makes sense. And I, and I really liked that because I used to see a lot of segregation between genres growing up. And that's what I'm kind of, yeah. And I would be like, yo, like, like that shit works. And that was some UK shit to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I was like going, huh, you know, and like Slick Rick, my favorite rapper is British born, you know, and comes to New York. And I'm like going, oh man, this is like some weird math happening in my head right <laughs> now. And like molding me into a person. Like, <laughs> are, you, are, you a, are you a numbers guy? Huh? You a numbers guy? Well, I'm in a band where we all have numbers. Well, yeah, I noticed that, but there's some people... Zero. I'm zero, though. Like, I, I got to have uh, some but time with the doesn't count, divine. really, right? Yeah. It's like, people <laughs> go, that's not fair. You can't be zero, because zero doesn't count. The zero's the beginning, though. It does count. How does it not count? It's, it's the, the beginning. beginning. It's the end. It's, it's everything. everything. It's, it's zero. There's no ending or a beginning. It's it's a circle. It it's, keeps going. Yeah. It's further than infinity. Yes. <laughs> so, no, zero doesn't mean it. Yeah. People don't understand that. At the same time, it don't mean shit. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. All day. Zero. <laughs> yeah. But it means every. There's no end. There's no. But my attitude. You know what I mean? It's like it, it's it matches that well. Yeah. I'm just yeah. Like, like the that. the mask you wear. You know. It, you know what it reminds me of is the movie Nine. Have you seen the movie Nine? It's um. Is that an animated movie? Yeah. 
Yeah, I have seen yeah. that. Where the planet is completely destroyed. I like that movie. And there's little, it's, three little dolls. Nine, <laughs> and there's nine guys in the band, right? So I was like, oh, this movie's tight. So does that have anything <laughs> to do with it or no? You think, no. As far as the cause, like the way it looks. It's so similar to the nine. When I, when I put the two together in my head, I'm like, that's so sick. Yeah, I don't that know. That movie's sick as fuck. The planet's toast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. The movie's tight. I don't know. It's a. Uh, it's odd. But that's what it just reminds. <laughs> I don't me know if there's any connection all. with us to it, no. um, in reality curious. or not. Maybe there is on like a quantum level. Yeah. Well, what could you pick your own? What? You what mean? if in another reality there's some weird connection with the band in that movie? Well, you never know. There's supposedly three to four different dimensions, and right now in those other dimensions, it could have truly happened that way. Yeah. Like something yeah, epic, of epic proportions. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Literally influencing a whole generation of oh, a cartoon yeah. movie in the band. <laughs> yeah, that's just, hmm. that's crazy. Yeah. Maybe we should watch the movie on mute and play a Slipknot album to it. That would be pretty cool, actually. <laughs> <laughs> What's you need that some mushrooms. Do? It's like the Wizard of Oz <laughs> yeah. and um, oh, like the Pink, Wall. Yeah, Pink Floyd. Is that what yeah. it is? That <clears throat> or Jefferson Airplanes and Alice in Wonderland. Correct. Yeah, Pink Floyd is. Uh, I've never seen that one. I haven't done yet. I haven't seen that one either. I'm going to try that next. That should the be Pink Floyd. that should be homework for that both is. of us going yeah. home. Everybody should be listening to Pink Floyd. <laughs> no, but the way he's saying it is totally different. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? But I'm just saying Pink Floyd in general, though, whoa. The, that was like, you know, yeah, so some of my of first time. influence of music was like Pink Floyd. Yeah. Yeah. I remember for some reason, like, that. there's, like, the obvious songs I knew as a kid just from being played, you know, on the radio and stuff. But um, the I didn't make the connection of who they were and how important they were until I was, like, a maybe... I don't know, I was young teens, maybe 13 even. Like, I don't know. That's about how old I was. So I was like, I uh, I saw this. I remember seeing the sticker, though, on everyone's car, right? The wall. The, the, <laughs> no, the pyramid. Oh, the pyramid. Yeah, 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 yeah. With yeah, the person going moon. through yeah, it. And yeah. I was just like, I always I saw that fucking sticker everywhere. Yep. And I just thought, like, man, there must be something going on with that fucking man. You listen to Pink Floyd on acid? Just because of that sticker, though, you could tell it was going to be epic, right? Oh, it and is I, epic. And then I finally made the connection and, like, went and, like, watched, like, a laser show at the did local you drop, science center. Did you drop and listen to uh, it? Possibly. Possibly. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way you can appreciate it, so I just got to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I watched Pink Floyd way... Uh, uh, Way too many times on acid. <laughs> it, it, it definitely um, resonates with me. You know, there's I wanna, some. I'm gonna see him perform. I got to see no. the Roger oh, yeah. Waters. Roger oh. Waters. That's what I'm about to see. That's yeah. The only. Fuck. That's my only time I've ever seen. See, I was so caught up in the Grateful yeah. Dead that that was like everything to me. So I traveled from one side to the have other. Have you side not of the seen country. Roger Waters the Wall? Dude, no. if you get a no. chance, you have to go see that. He's on I'm, tour right now. I'm dying now. to. If, if I can get to one of those, I would go Dude. see. He's on tour right now. That's why I'm going. He's going to New York in Madison Square Garden. I'm going to go watch him. Oh man, I would. I would fly to New York for that. I've been trying to see out in New York. You should fly to New York. I get all, I get all weirded out in cities. When I come to L.A., I start bugging out. <laughs> we were on cookies <laughs> yesterday. I was there for like an hour, and I'm just like, fuck. I gotta get out of here. I start tripping. All these people, and it's like, oh fuck. <laughs> I belong in the redwoods. <laughs> I belong up in the trees. Yeah, yeah, it's peaceful up there. I like the wilderness. It's peaceful. I just, I got uh, nobody there. I got some it's property nice. out in Iowa. Nice. I got a 
back home, you call it. And then, uh, yeah, it's like I can just kind of like sit and stare, like peaceful sunset every day. It's like crazy. Yep, quiet. I never thought I'd be like looking forward to doing that on a daily basis. You know what I mean? Like just yeah, when I was going younger, from man. like jumping off, you know. 20 plus foot balconies, you know, <laughs> possibly even 30 at a couple of them out there in Germany. Uh, <laughs> it's like. We got to go home and rest, recoup. You know what I mean? Like going wild with like a crazy ass band for like years and years. years. And now I'm like. You need a break. I'm like, yo, this is awesome. It's Just like sitting and like staring at the sun go down. Like I never, never, never. You've been in going my at life would have thought that that would be like the best thing in the world. Well, you've been on the road for how long, though? <laughs> Seriously, I mean, you've been you've been a road dog for so long. It I only guess. makes sense that you want a piece of property and you just go find your own peace and get yeah. away from that loud. I mean, that's so many yeah. people and so on. I still that's like LA. Of... I still like LA. Don't get me wrong. But uh, I'm you know I've been here my whole life in this area, so yeah. I just try to stay out of the city. Yeah. See, I mean, I grew up there and then visiting England every year as a, from young up but um so I'm always gonna want to like go back there's like the origin thing you know what I mean it's like your yeah the origin of your birth is like you're gonna always have like this rejuvenating energy I still there. live in the same city that I've been my whole life well you nice recharge to... your battery you know what it's I mean home. you got like a <laughs> you have a spot where that energy is honed at you know what I, mean? <clears throat> I think yes. I feel like I have more than one though well, I'm sure at this point like, you travel well, so much. Well, I go to like my to. grandma's in England. Oh, like, like it's like just course, like being at home. Those grandma. It's the same energy. It's grandma. Why do you think I named my company after my grandma? That's my grandma. And the packaging is my grandma. I love my grandma. My grandma was the greatest woman in my life. So I used her recipes in the beginning. So yeah. since day one, that's that's my grandma. I feel like Grandma's I feel like you gotta travel to those origin places to recharge your like spiritual battery. That's why I go to the Redwoods. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't, then you're like... If I don't go to the Redwoods, I try to go at least every two weeks. Or I'll go to like a beautiful park that's local that has Redwoods in it and they have like an operarium. And I'll go walk through there with my son and it recharges me because being in the cities and out and mug the people and I feel the energy because literally I feel people's energy. It's really fucked up. Huh. It's not fun sometimes, literally. <laughs> One of the reasons why I take a lot Is of it mushrooms. okay right now? Yeah, no, I think you're great, <laughs> literally. I think you're awesome, literally. No, I'm, I'm so comfortable right now. It's not even funny. If I wasn't comfortable, Just you would all know. all of a sudden, it. he looks at me, and he's like, actually, no. <laughs> no, I am not crazy, though. I would just, yeah, I, it would be a different me. I'd be like, oh, shit. <laughs> You'd be looking at Kostami. Is he going to bite me? <laughs> Should I be scared right now? Uh, no, that's too much. Uh, I, I'll, I'll just go hide. I'll just go find a tree and sit underneath it. <laughs> so let's go into the cannabis thing just a little bit. <clears throat> when was the first time you started smoking, and how old were you? I'm sure there's people out there that like those type of questions. Oh, man. I went... Oh, the first time. Dang. <laughs> I didn't even thought about that, and I don't know how long. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a long... <laughs> it's buried deep, deep somewhere in there. <laughs> it had to be 
um, I forget the guy's name now. Uh, not that I should put him on this blast or anything, <laughs> but um, see, I went through uh, fifth grade twice. So at the in between those fifth grades, you start smoking. Yeah, I went through fifth grade twice. They they. Uh, I didn't flunk, but they told my parents I could, you can do better. Like, <laughs> you should make them do it again. <laughs> so I like flipped out. <laughs> <laughs> That's when the walls came up and you started Yeah, rebelling. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, you're going to make me do that shit again? And I was like, but I didn't flunk. And they're like, yeah, but you can do better. Oh, I was like going, oh, yeah. fuck you there's, guys. That's the wall. <laughs> so, there's the wall. Well, in fourth grade, I'd been given some tests. It wasn't the first time they were having some kind of weird issue with me. So I didn't do well like in fourth grade either, I guess. I, was, oh, I hated school. I was not paying attention in class, so to speak. Um, I was just daydreaming, you know, um, and bored. And uh, so they test me in fourth grade with everything and I'm I'm getting at eighth and ninth grade level on pretty much every in those you don't even have to study you're just so doing now it. they're really pissed off because they're like like he should definitely be doing better. Yep. So after going through all of that and then I in fifth grade I still didn't do well. They're like make him make him do it again. He's smart enough. He's fucking with us. That's right? what they're doing like, to my son right now. It was like some weird shit. Like yep. they were like, he's fucking with us. He's they're smart enough to, to do it. Yeah. Put him through fifth grade again. Instead, they yep. should have just took me out of that school and put me where my interests were in a different school that specialized yep. in yep. where I was excelling at. Right? That's what I did with my son. Literally, it's there's the system's so bad. At least it used to be when we were kids. Because <clears throat> I, I didn't learn well, how to. Well, they put me on a bunch of drugs. They put me <coughs> on Ritalin and then they, like a laundry yeah. list of Damn. other ones. Since that didn't yep. work, right? Yep. Yeah, it's fucked up. You don't pick kids on drugs. I'm. I stopped so taking that. them. I stopped taking them. I I would say that I was taking them and I would throw them away. Oh, awesome! <laughs> yeah, good my, for you. You're mom, smart enough to do that. Well, I, I got anorexic. And then From I, the drugs? Yeah, and then oh, I was sure. lethargic, and I wouldn't oh, yeah. speak to anybody. And <sighs> shit. So it got really <sighs> fucking gnarly, and I was like, I just knew, like, this shit doesn't make me feel, no. doesn't make no. me feel good. There's, that's why there's a problem in this country right now is because there's so many people on those drugs, and they're on artificial flavors and artificial colors, yeah. and people are poisoning the fuck out of themselves right now. So I'm it's, getting ready to horrifying. go through fifth grade again and then there's like a whole bunch of dudes that are in sixth grade that I know I should be rolling <laughs> that I know I should be rolling with right like I should be rolling with those guys because we moved to a new side of town right yeah so instead of making me go through fifth grade again at the same school I went and it was a Catholic school that one I went from Catholic school moved to Colorado I went to public school we came back to Iowa they tried to stick me back in Catholic school and that didn't fucking work <laughs> Um, and it's like, it's weird. Um, and I'm 45. So like, it was still borderline, like fucked up shit going on at Catholic schools. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. rulers and yeah. getting yeah, held know, against that the point, wall. They're still doing rulers when that, yeah. What? You know, that's crazy, Ooh. crazy stuff. Ooh. Yeah. So Ooh. it was like, 
there was still hmm. shit that would happen. You know what I mean? Like, and it wasn't all the teachers in the whole facility. But oh, it's was, the nuns. There was still like, <laughs> the there nuns. was still, there was nuns there. <laughs> it's the yes. nuns that do the beating. It's not the teachers. Teachers are not nuns. It's there the, were nuns there. I gotta watch what I say because my son's in Catholic school, so I gotta, I gotta, I gotta watch. No, that. it's like <laughs> I'm just saying it wasn't everybody at the school. There's good people there. But, um, no, this, yeah. You know, there was bad seeds. For There's sure. bad seeds everywhere. So, anyways, uh, yeah, we moved to a new side of town, and I was like, I should be rolling with those guys, and da, 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 and like, um, I just ended up <coughs> asking one of them, you know, like, you know, can I get some fucking, can I get some meat? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, you want some, like, it was no, you know, I'm thinking, like, I'm like, holy shit, this is crazy. Yeah, nervous. You know? Like I'm about to smoke. Weed. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh yeah, man, no problem." You know, like oh, I got you. Yep. Just come over to my place. You got five bucks. My mom's not home for another hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, you're eating peanut butter jelly sandwiches. You know. So, and I just I went to his door and I got it, and then I just like ran after I got it. He was like, "You want to come in?" I'm like, "No." And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, that shit was mad funny. I fucking ran, and I, I made a, I took a candle holder, like a wood candle holder, and I, I uh, drilled a hole in the side, and then I got like a, <laughs> a piece of it had a, a like I already had a hollow piece of wood because there was like a piece of wire running <laughs> through it to do this honey bee. It was like a honey bee, a, 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 a honey stirring stick. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So I had used that and I hollowed it out and I put the thing in. I made like a fucking pipe. <laughs> Smoked by yourself? Yeah. First time? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> How did you feel like and then being I, young? And then I got my buddies to do it. <laughs> nice. You're the bad influence. Like, yo. <laughs> yeah, look what I found. <laughs> it's like, you guys got to try this. Yeah. Like, oh, they had been talking about it already too. It was kind of being talked about. And that was better than the real it, huh? Amongst some people, you know, and it was like, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm doing it. So at that point, instead of doing the Ritalin, you stopped taking that stuff. Right. For being a smart guy, thank goodness. Did the cannabis help you out? Um, I, I didn't do well in school, period. I mean, But as I, far as, were you ADHD? Like, were you, because, you know, people get very, you know, ADHD when they don't do well in school. I feel too, like really I was more productive than I used to, than I had been before, maybe. Because that's I I eventually became a professional musician. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I got a Grammy at my house to prove that. So it's like, oh, nice. you know, nice. I mean, that um, there was a lot of things that went into it, and that was definitely better than any of the fucking pills they were putting me on, yep. for sure. Um, should it have been through some kind of um, something appropriate for a kid of that age? That seems more like a dose, you know, mm -hmm. that it could more be control. THC more in, yeah. a, in a liquid form yep. of some sort. And tinctures. Absolutely, yeah. because the kind of world I was subjected to in order to get control of whatever was going on in my head it was dangerous. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and being put on those other drugs, it makes it even more dangerous. Those drugs are horrible. Yeah. I mean, I've been smoking cannabis because I'm super ADHD. You know, I did horrible in school. I was the same way. I used to get kicked out of class. I was that fucked up kid in the back yeah. of the room. So the, I always smoked cannabis instead of doing those drugs. So I was just curious if, if that helped you as a young man, if you even realized if it was helping you or not. You know, sometimes you don't even realize it. I didn't realize it until I became if, an adult. If not abused, yes. Yeah, totally. <laughs> 
But when you're a kid, you're you're also, you know, up and down on on what you think is reality. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's for sure. But you know that all, you know that all comes with time and fucking uh, experience, right? So. Yep. <laughs> yep. So you've gotten to travel the world, obviously. Yeah. Where's the best cannabis in your opinion? Um. I always say California. Yep. I. Yep. Hands down. I'm just saying. Nope. I don't know. I was just curious. I. Yeah, it's I, always California. Nothing <laughs> against. California. Nothing against anybody's um, business or anything they're doing anywhere else in the world. That's California with cannabis, but um, I mean, I I honestly feel like um, California seems to just always been, um, and that's time, time and experience. Like we were just saying, like they. Yep. People out here were on that first. You know what I mean? As far as like uh, cultivating and developing and and really the love, right? You know, yeah, it was for the United for the United States. Yep, it was humble. That, that's the place. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you can't argue that. And it's like, um, in in a lot of cases, when you're running, a, you know, in a race like this, time is usually what's gonna, you know more time doing it is what's going to create the the better um well that's why i got good at what i did is the better person time. at it or the better anything mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's just and meeting it's mathematics <laughs> yeah it's mathematics but meeting people too. unless someone's doing something severely fucked up to like throw <laughs> a, the biggest wrench ever in it right well they do that too if you ever think when you're growing <laughs> cannabis if you ever think it you're gonna fuck it up right yeah i learned that the hard way i used to overthink it and when i would put no time into it and I'm off doing other stuff. I, that was when I'd have the best batches. I think my mom would be really good at growing grass. <laughs> she's funny. She's a little old uh, uh, English lady, right? She's from England. She talks with like a proper nice. English accent, and uh, but she like she doesn't mess with anything. You know what I mean? So I'm like, it would just be hilarious to see her grow like the most badass plant. She's got such a great green thumb. She's like, it'd be great. She's great pictures. with all her plants and house photos. plants and her garden <laughs> outside, and like she can grow. Fucking anything. It'd be a great picture of her having a girl out there. You know, hilarious. Yeah. It'd be awesome. Hilarious. And my mom's against <laughs> cannabis, so she always has been. Now it's just kind of like old fashioned, huh? Oh, yeah. She's like 90. <laughs> <laughs> she's never understood it. My dad smoked weed, so it was a little bit different. My mom didn't do none of that stuff. My dad's right on the border. He's like, he doesn't like it, but he'll like withstand it, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure my dad. But you can tell he, you can it. tell he doesn't like that shit. My dad was like a greaser with like, the cigarettes rolled up in his arm. He still call he's he'll still call you a doper for smoking <laughs> grass. He'll be like those dopers. Yeah, exactly. My mom calls it that marijuana. What are you smoking that dope? <laughs> yeah, yeah. My dad would call it dope. My mom's marijuana. <laughs> Is that that marijuana? Only <laughs> <laughs> would they know. Yeah. They used to put cocaine and Coca-Cola, though, right? Yeah. Like, that yeah. was, like, a thing for a while. I didn't like cocaine. It made me sleepy. So it's like, you know. I'd go to sleep when I did cocaine. It was, uh, I always wondered why people mess with cocaine. It's over, not over, fun. Like, oh, well, I know, like, I know that speed's stronger, right? And, I didn't and, like, like that either. I went to speed sleep. that, like, lasts longer, right? <laughs> but I would like go to sleep so, Like, it. someone does meth, they're up for, like, a fucking week, not right? Not me. It was a fucking no fun. Why would someone... To me, it looks like that Coke would be like the shittier one or something. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it doesn't yeah, yeah, yeah. last it doesn't, like 10 yeah, yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, You'd be like, yeah, yeah, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. I could spend this much money. I can go this much longer. I That's spend not enough this. bang yeah. for my buck. Yeah. You know, it was like crazy to but me. Look that what people, it does to people. It was crazy so to me that people even did cocaine. And like, look at how fucking wild of a, of a world that is. Well, I remember, you know what I mean? I remember smoking it one time. <laughs> you know, we didn't call it crack then. I'm from Orange <laughs> County. So in Orange County, we didn't call it crack. We freebased. So. <laughs> I remember the first time I did it, it was it was a lot of fun, and then <laughs> it was literally chasing it ever since then, and it never got good, never liked it, and then I'd snort it, and I'd, I'd go to sleep. I'd go yeah. to sleep. My friends would be up talking, jitter-jattering, I'm like, fuck you guys, I gotta go to bed. That shit's too crazy to me. I don't know, didn't, I didn't like it. Speed, that just made me, like, fucking scared and paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, 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 some of the worst ones are the, um... Where they make it like in a Gatorade bottle. Oh, yeah, you see that shit? Yeah, yeah, Croc yeah, crocodile? Yeah. yeah, they're doing some weird shit Holy now. Holy shit. Yeah, they're doing some weird shit now. They take it and they know that they're going to end up having their skin eat away. <sighs> like it's inevitable. Know. Why the fuck would, you, would do you do that? that? <laughs> yeah. It's this crazy ass speed they make. It's like, it's like, it's like they get in such a hard up place after maybe doing a bunch of other, being hooked on a bunch of other shit. That like is, coke or and, and meth or whatever, but then just be hard. so hard up and be like, oh, mm -hmm. yeah, I can just go buy these ingredients and shake this up in a Gatorade bottle and it'll give mm. me the same sensation. <laughs> and then a week later, I'm not going to be able to stop doing it. They were telling me Yo, in, in London, they make, skin, they make their, their own. Their skin eats itself from the inside out. Like it, like, oh, my God, it's be so painful. Yeah. So, like, they don't notice at first, right? No, and they're okay, and then after they're doing it for a minute, then it, it starts to reveal itself oh. from underneath. Oh, so brutal. And it's like, yeah, it just it goes so yeah, south. Why would you do drugs to do that to yourself? It goes so it goes south quick, man. Yeah, don't people don't do that. People I don't, don't do understand. That. Have more that. respect for your body. Have, Yo. more have more respect for yourself. Don't be fucking yourself up like that. Fuck. So I mean Good, man. It's like I look I look back how you know, kids were when I was in high school and everything, and I think, man, we were wild back then. And then I look at, like, shit now, and I'm like, yo, we were never that wild. Like, that shit is crazy. I don't know. When I talk to people and I tell people stories of what I've done, people look at me <laughs> like, like people didn't do what I did. I Like, the group I hung out with in the hippie little tribe, we did some crazy shit. So when I tell people stories about what I did, they look at me like, what the fuck are you telling us right now? Dude. You know, and I'm like, I thought everybody does this stuff. It's like, think about, though, like, in, like, 20 years, what's going to be the, the crazy drug then? Like, some new wild. You're going to be plugging into something. Some new wild. <laughs> You're going to be plugging into yeah, something. That's crazy. You're going to program that shit. You're going to be like, that you're like I want to be on this, and it's going to, like, fucking automatically Holy you're there. Shit, right? you're blowing my mind right now. You get now. to have sex in virtual reality. Why not do drugs and get drunk and do, and do drugs in virtual reality? They're going to be controlling your brain, so your body's never going to get addicted or ever get so, sick. It's only your brain that gets fucked. Awesome, but not really. Yeah, but, yeah, no. But what if it? What if it still fuck? What if like, okay, say you're doing the virtual plug-in, right? It's not. You're not putting shit oh, in. There's no the chemical world. going in your body or whatever. It's all just, um, it's just the back of the neck. It's just code. <laughs> yeah, just shooting code. into your fucking human yeah. mush computer up in your fucking yeah. skull, right? Yeah. So, okay, are you are you still gonna? Get hooked though. You're still gonna be hooked, right? Are you gonna get, still have withdrawals? How can you get hooked you though? There's it? no chemicals though. What if it? Yeah, your brain creates it, the chemicals, yeah. man. Your brain is craving that. 
That, yeah, yeah, that's fucked up. Yo, because uh, yeah, so. you can bust a nut in that world. So yeah, why not? Get, I mean, because if they're controlling that the emotion, you get a boner so, and you could bust a nut in so that world. In How saying the, that, what's, oh what's the God. difference between really doing the drugs and actually and doing it in the virtual? Is it's it just any as different? Bad. Is it just as bad? Yeah, is it just, fucking worse? It might be it's probably worse because yeah. you don't come out of there. It's, it's in not your reality. Brain. Like, because you what, can what control the environment when you're in there. You know what I mean? So you can make the perfect. This is the world I want to be heroin in. That's a dangerous. That's a dangerous that's world. Yeah, right there. Yeah, that's ridiculous. yeah. I, that's a whole new thought for me now to see. I got VR, dude, dude. I got a fucking <laughs> hollow lens. I went beyond Oculus already. I got a hollow lens. I put what this thing that? on, and there's glasses on the front of it. It looks like a smaller Oculus, oh. but I, there's lenses on the front instead, like like a thin, like a pair of glasses like that AR. I can see through. I can see you, but then everything is a floating hologram in front of me. Oh, that's too much for me. I can yeah. put, I can put as many desktop screens up in the air and as big as I want yeah, them like, all over the place. It's like, Starks. I can. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Jarvis. Yo, like I might already be fucked. Like a video game. Wow. It scans your retina. Uh, yeah, see, I don't. I don't even. I haven't been on a computer in twelve years. It scans my retina, yeah, so no, it knows you. it's me when I put it. Oh, on. that's horrifying. <laughs> Literally, I haven't touched a computer in almost twelve years now. I don't even know how to turn one on. <laughs> I was like, I bought this thing and I started using it. I was like, man. Oh. I was like, fuck it. It's too late now. That's I was like, I got this thing it. on my head. I ain't in the front. I went to Japan. First time I ever went to Japan. AI, AI if it's living and in the air, fucking has my retinal scan. Oh, yeah, you're in the system, my friend. When I'm that thing, if there's like a thing out there, your barcode, your barcode actually the ghost means something. In the shell, now. If like, that motherfucker ever wakes up, it's fucking. The government has your barcode. Oh yeah, yeah. They, they, Slipknot they, they, has a barcode <laughs> that we use for artwork. Oh, awesome! And it never gets used. It never gets scanned. But we re-register every year, and it's the barcode that we use in our artwork. Oh no, kitty! So, so it's registered. So if you scan that, that yeah, it'll we come own up. that. Oh, that's cool. And they never—they okay. don't make any money off it ever. It never gets scanned. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it nice. never does a transaction. So it's a real barcode. It's a real okay. barcode that's never been put on anything except for T-shirts for artwork that we sell millions of. <laughs> Love it. Awesome. It's just a little like. Yep. It, it's just just a little thing, you know, that the band had to like be like, you know, we're fucking. Yep. Here, yep. and it's it's ours. We're just letting you know it's ours. Yep. You can think whatever you want, but this is ours. Well, you guys, you know what have... I mean. So that was like clowns. Clowns an artist, man. So he like he does the artwork for the band and the album covers and all this shit. Awesome. He's you know obviously we have people artists that do t-shirts and shit now, but um, he does a lot of it. All the album art, like you know, the music that. videos he's doing now. I'm oh, no kidding. Um, damn. So he's like, he, he's doing paintings, but like doing it with like people. <laughs> it's a different type of it's art. It's like crazy the yeah. way he works, man. You know oh, what I mean? People, so he's like, people love it. Lifestyle paintings, you people know what I mean? It. So it's like, um, it's just really cool to see that dude now that, and he's starting to do his, uh, you know, the world's like all doing like the cryptocurrency and NFTs yep. and own yep. your art yep. and like all this stuff. So he's like, he's like loving that. You know what I mean? That's like right up his alley. So he's diving into that. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. I don't know what I think about crypto. To me, it seems like um, a baseball card. 
the artwork stuff too though like the nft and like selling your artwork as an nft it's just crazy i don't people even can understand trade it, it. it's so like, weird to me yeah it's like it's weird it's it's weird if you got the right platform and, and you're and you're doing stuff that's cool you're not just like here's some shit you know what i mean like um i like to hold things it's uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> See, I like to own something. So if I'm going to give somebody a bunch of money that I work my ass off for, you know, I want, I want to be able to hold that. I can tell you what people are already, what people are already doing though, and what's going to become more uh, relevant is there's a there's a physical product that when they buy something like that, they actually get a one of one physical product that See, comes with yeah, it. Yeah, they're going to have right? to do something like that. So then the first person that buys it gets this physical physical product mm -hmm. and then once they trade it they still have the physical product that represents the initial buy-in so they could trade right? out the digital version of it it'll it'll become a value of its own oh, that's so separate crazy. from the actual thing it was created for because it'll be a one-of-one one item See, object i would want that object the, the, the digital one i'd be like figurine yeah, whatever it I'd is have that. and that's going to have valuable. a value of its own, just like a fucking Generation 1 yeah, that Star Screen Transformer. You know what yeah. I mean? Like a Transformer toy or yeah. fucking a comic, Spider Man comic yeah. book or whatever. The, people yeah. put a price on almost anything these days. Yeah. You see the TV shows? They, they, they got, don't watch TV. Dude, they got so many crazy TV shows. Like, you know, people going and buying uh, left behind fucking storage units. Yeah, and I've seen those. Bid on yeah, it, yeah, and then they yeah. get in there, and then they hawk it all for money, and then dudes uh, flipping cars and like value of uh, all those different things, collectibles. The fucking um, uh, the guys from Iowa that go around picking uh, antiques roadshow. No, no. Uh -uh. two dudes from Iowa. They go around. Um, uh, um, God dang it! What's it called? And they just go around and just. Buying stuff from people. They go to like people, old like farms and uh, people's buildings and old dudes that have like, you know, gas station lights and well, that, yeah, old motorcycles and bicycles yeah. and like just all this. Route 66 like, type stuff. Yeah, like American stuff yeah. starting to actually get value as antiques, right? Because it wasn't even that long ago that we were just cowboys walking around in the street. Like we don't oh, yeah. really have our. our American culture as we know it today, um, which was, you know, crazy. We just came and just built a bunch of shit on a beautiful, <laughs> bunch of beautiful land, right? Yeah. But um, it doesn't date back that fucking far. No, we're so young. You know what I mean? We're so so it's like young. A, a lot of that stuff, just like we were saying, you know, time, the more something that has more time is more money, right? So it's like they become the top or the best or the most valued yep. or whatever. So, um it's a lot of stuff here now is just starting to get some kind of value even if it's like a rusted looking piece of shit they're like yeah but that's from this this and this and there was only this many of them made and that might be the last piece of metal yeah. from one of those ever in the world or it's one of a you know what i mean you yeah, don't fucking know kind. next thing you know some guy's got it on a fucking wall bolted in because his great great grandfather's cousin is ford you know what i mean like <laughs> But that's that's the reality we're in now, man. Fucking yeah. people are buying more used cars than new cars. Yeah, because and cars used are car values cars. are going up. Oh yeah, that's crazy. I got a BMW 1995 
M3. I bought it for 5,000 bucks when I came out to LA like over 10 years ago. And then uh, just like in the last year, it went up to like 30 racks. <laughs> yeah. I was shitting myself like, whoa, what's it going to be worth in another 10 years? Yeah, the future. You know what I mean? Like this future in this country of people. um, I'm like, yo, I'm just friends. I'll just leave that in my garage and drive it like you know, 20 miles a year or whatever. When I go in town to get a ice cream or some shit, it's a collectible. Burn out down the strip. It's a collectible. You know what I mean? And then park it again ten years later. So (laughs) you know, who knows what it'll be worth then? But it's like, and I don't know it's just strange man it's it's nice though because what i like about it is that it's teaching people to um value things more oh yeah sense. no value things more and it kind of teaches them a little bit about the past too because old american products handmade man we used to make some great products in this country what too. we need to have to what we got to try and stop is the disposable lifestyle yeah it's fucking you can think you can thank the big company for that Big pens, big lighters. Yeah, they they came up with the disposable razor. It was the first disposable product. Yeah, they created the disposable yes. lifestyle, and uh, that's why yeah. we have so much fucking garbage. They are the ones that did start it, huh? Yeah, motherfuckers, um, motherfuckers. Not saying the garbage problem wouldn't be there, but it would. It'd be a, a huge less, fucking yeah. dent out of it. You know what I mean? So you got to think. Who less, stopped using glass? Who started that? Coca Cola? Who do you think started that? Remember, everything was in glass? No. Yeah, everything. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure that just was in, the normal. In Mexico, they still use glass. In South America, they still use glass. Yeah, they're smart. It had to just yeah. be normal, though, right? Because, you know, when did plastic containers come into play? For, yeah, that, for was, that was part of uh, cannabis. Is, you know, being illegal is because the of all root that beers stuff. from like fucking eighteen what like you know what I yeah. mean and like ginger ale like yeah. that shit was in glass yeah. so they didn't have anything else but now it's so plastic people don't even understand they just slowly phased it out yeah to poison us that's what they're doing the in that plastic can you so recycle glass easier than you can plastic well, yeah they, you know I got crazy it has less of a going glass has less of a it, it, uh, it does have toxins in it. There's it's no not gas bad for the that they have to take care yeah, of. Yeah, that plastic is full of bad chemicals that leach into the bottle. That's so the if you thing. Drink it, people got to remember: there's there's no free lunch. No free lunch. There's never free lunch. <laughs> no, somebody's paying for that shit one way or the other for sure. <laughs> there's no free lunch, man. There's no free lunch. Nothing's free. Yeah. Except for going in and walk in the redwood forest. Yeah. True. That's why I like it there. <laughs> it's a good place to get lost. <coughs> we you, need to, yo, we you should... been you been to Joshua Tree? Not in a long, long, long time. We yeah. ate mushrooms there when I was young. Yeah, I like going over there. It's cool. I like climbing the rocks. It kind of gives you. I drove through it a few times. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure you've gotten to go. You've traveled the world, <laughs> so if you don't get to take a break when you're traveling around the world, that's kind of a bummer. At this, I always want to. I always want to get a Joshua Tree. And like take it home, but that's against the law. <laughs> so I'm not trying to make nobody mad at home. I wouldn't do that because I it's I didn't obviously. Otherwise, I'd have one at my house right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a way to get one somehow. You can't get seeds for that shit. I'm sure I can like order one or something. I, you could probably order seeds. Yeah, somehow. But I always like you know, is there like are they scarce or is it just because it's like. It's like a state flower type thing. I don't think they're scarce. I think there's a, certain areas they grow and they don't grow anywhere else. 
But in the areas they grow, there's a lot of them. Because we, I mean, lemons never used to grow over here, right? I mean, oh, it's crossbreeding. There was like, like what about scientists. the palm? How did the palm trees get here? Wasn't there some prince or something that came to LA? Well, they imported, like they imported all the palm trees in LA. There was like some dude that like yeah. did it first. Or They're all over Orange County. Brought them and like <laughs> wined a, a whole bunch of property with the shit, yeah. and then it was like everybody wanted them. That's crazy. You want a palm tree? That's like some Yeezys type shit. <laughs> we all want the palm trees. Right? Some dude came out with the the new Yeezy and you were like, yo, what's that? Like, that's tight. And they're like, yo. And then next thing you know, the whole block got Yeezys on. I'm surprised the trees don't die on the way. <laughs> <laughs> that's like back in the day baller shit, right? The dude was like, I'm going to plant these trees, right? Yo. You know I'm the those, only one that owns these trees, bro. You know these trees. You know the trees from fucking the spot back home and shit. Yo, we gotta bring some of those and put them down the whole driveway. Now, 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 Bob is growing his own trees. Yeah, yeah. yeah those <laughs> down my driveway. That's crazy to me. All right, well, it looks like we're wrapping up. I thank you very, very much for coming down here and hanging out with me. It's Absolutely, an honor and man. A pleasure to talk to you. I have to uh, do it again. Yes, sir. Sometime. Please I feel like we got a lot more to talk about. Uh, so. We can go on for a while. <laughs> Definitely. I'd like to go have a couple drinks with you. <laughs> oh, I don't drink. No drink? No. No. I just started again. I'll have a soda pop. I'll have, have a soda, soda pop, pop with you. Dr. Pepper in I a glass the, bottle. I like, what is it? Uh, Mr. Pib. Or I'll have a tall glass of milk. Oh, well, I don't Pull drink. Full milk. <laughs> yeah. I'll have the Mr. Pib. Everyone looks at me crazy when I order milk at dinner. I went 30 years without beef, and I just started eating beef again two weeks ago. Three wow. Weeks ago. So good. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, what the <laughs> fuck was wrong with me? <laughs> That's all I keep saying. What was wrong with me? Almost 30 years. Some hippie stupid shit. <laughs> Depends on your blood type, I think. I needed it. Uh, you know, I was getting very pale. I got color in my skin now. People are like, hey, you're not pink anymore. So, so thank you. Right Thanks, on. guys, man. We wrapping up. Sid the third in the building, Cato. Yeah, I know the one. Dr. Bob, Bob's Bakers. Go grab all the edibles, all the fly stuff. All right. Support That's one right. love. Don't forget. Killer B cannabis infused brownie, ghost face killer. Old school. It's the original recipe. Today's from sponsor. Madness. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, guys. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.